You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Chelsea, let me ask you. Do you because the Knicks are playing great basketball right now as well? Like they dominated the Cavaliers. It's exciting to have the Knicks and the Heat. This was a huge rivalry for like four years, like 20 years ago, which of course I'm old enough to remember that. These guys went at it and it was super intense and a lot of fun. So we sort of get, you know, what's old is new again. We get these two teams going at it. But can the Heat more so than the Knicks? Can the Heat continue this run? Because they beat Milwaukee. And they earned it, and Jimmy Butler was just out of his mind. But are they playing so over their heads right now, the Heat, that this just like cannot continue? I think this is a good trend to monitor from some of these teams uh, that have certain guys playing out of their minds. Because you've got to think about it. The NBA postseason is like its own little season where it's an mm-hmm. absolute grind. You've got to remember, we're still in the first round. And this is also right. a Heat team that had to go the route of the play-in games. And does that play a factor for teams like the Lakers, who had to play the extra game uh, or two going into a postseason that's already very grueling? So at some point, one would think Jimmy Butler's going to run out of gas. But right now, I don't think I'm willing to bet on that. Because every single time you would have said this and say, well, the Heat are due for some regression. Because hasn't that been the argument against him in every single one of these games? And all they did was beat the Bucks in five games. So uh, maybe I'll believe it when I see it, but I don't think I'm willing to like stand in front of the Miami Heat right now. Yeah, and what's crazy is I was looking at the line for Sunday's game, Madison Square Garden, the Eastern Conference semifinals, and the Knicks are laying four and a half points. They're minus 190 on the money line. The Heat are plus 155. The total is set at 205. So this is really early. I don't generally like to... I generally don't like to handicap games this early. Some people do. If you see a number you like, boom, jump on it because you think it may move one way or another and you can get some value. I kind of like to wait to see where the money is coming in. But I have to say, I'm a little surprised with the way that the Heat have played. Even though the Knicks have looked great, this number, Knicks minus four and a half, doesn't that feel too high? It does, especially for a Knicks team that's fully capable of laying an an egg offensively Mm -hmm. speaking, because you watch some of these Knicks games and it feels like you're back watching San Diego State in March Madness because, you know, it's just possessions and you go uh, four minutes without scoring a single basket. So I think it's going to be a tougher defensive challenge, though, because one thing the Knicks do is they play very, very physical. We saw that against Mm -hmm. the Cavs to the point where the Cavs looked really soft. And, you know, it was like a, a kid at the playground taking another kid's lunch money. We saw what Mitchell Robinson did on the rebounding front of this game or these series 
uh, games in the series as well. So yeah, Jimmy Butler's been incredible, but the defense I think is going to be ratcheted up a notch when he has to face the Knicks. I think so too. And that's the one thing the Knicks have done such a good job of. If you look at that series against the Cavaliers, whether it was Donovan Mitchell, like whether it was Darius Garland, I mean, the Knicks did such a great job of shutting down those Cleveland scores. And even when you look at the total, like the total tells you that in this game, the total is 205. So considering, you know, look at the Kings Warriors total today, 235 and a half down to 234 and a half. And then all of a sudden you switch to the Eastern Conference semifinals and the total is 205. That's super low, but I still feel like maybe the under is the right side. But defense is going to be absolutely crucial here. And Chelsea, if you talk about this line, at least for me, being a little bit too large, with the total so low, wouldn't you think that if the total's this low that the line should be shorter? Yeah, this was the question mark I yeah. had for the Knicks getting five and a half last game. But the Knicks won outright, so points didn't even matter because they won outright. But you're right. When points are at a premium, one would think you lean towards the dog and taking the points. But we've had this discussion before. What about regular season trends, ones that really jump off the page? Do you think those carry over into the postseason? Because we know all season long, the Knicks have been the best first half team in all of basketball. And especially when they're playing at home, do you think this is a Knicks side that could cover a two and a half point spread in the first half when playing for their home crowd? I I would say in other, this is, when you talk about regular season trends, I think it is, matchup dependent because for example in the grizz lakers series these trends generally have held true which is the grizzlies are terrible on the road so they have not been able to get it done in la they were the second worst team on the road during the regular season away from memphis that trend has held true i think it holds true tonight the problem with the knicks heat is and this is my thing with the heat and why we got into this not argument but this discussion as to whether the bucks were a failure based on being ousted by the heat is that the heat aren't playing like an eight seed so during the regular season yeah i i would have followed the heat trend which is being terrible on the road against the number and the knicks being great in the first half but this miami team just looks like a completely different team i'm totally convinced if the heat play like they did in the first round against the bucks and jimmy butler continues to play like out of his mind great they can play with anybody Sometimes superstars can will their teams to victory. Jordan did this all the time, and I never like putting anyone in the same breath as Michael Jordan. But I saw a lot of comparisons. Even BetMGM, I think, posted a, a, a Twitter video yesterday, and it was Jordan, I think, in, what was it, 86, when he went off for 63 against the Celtics? Because it reminded you of someone who didn't have anyone around him because the heater's so banged up, just taking over a game and willing that team to win. So that's what Jimmy Butler is doing right now. And so because of that, because Miami looks like a totally different team and not an eight seed at all, then I, I don't necessarily feel comfortable following a trend during the regular season when this is a team that I don't recognize. Well, they also turn it on in the fourth quarter is what I'm getting at. Because yeah. look at that last game against the Bucs. Uh, Miami was down at one point, I think 16 points. But then Jimmy Butler turns on playoff Jimmy, and then they make yep. it a close game. So I think that's the argument for the first half because we're not talking about the same bets here. Like the full game and the first half 
totally different bets here. We see certain teams yeah. that like to run and gun in the first half. And I think this is a Knicks team that maybe fits that bill, especially, I don't know, like it feels, I want to call it like an emotional first round for the Heat, mm -hmm. but it's not really the case. Like they only took five games. So do you think he'd come into this one like rested? Or do you think that the emotional toll of like going head to head with the Bucks and all of the energy that Jimmy Butler had to expend in those games and also having to go the route of the play in, do you think this is a team that could start off sluggish here because of that? That's a very good question. I happen to think that this is a Heat team that needs to play as much as possible. Like they just need to ride this out because they're so hot as a team. They shot more than 50% as a team for the entire series. And, of course, Jimmy was going nuts. Bam Adebayo was awesome. He had a triple-double in the last game. I don't know if this can continue because Victor Oladipo is out. Tyler Hero is out. So they might run out of steam because they don't have a lot of depth. That's the problem with the Suns, too, right? It's really their only weakness. They're super strong and can play with anyone, but they don't have any depth coming off the bench, and especially the Heat. I think that you just need to keep playing, but you make a very good point in that at what point, no matter how good you are, they got to be exhausted because they're Jimmy Butler is going to continue to have to carry this team. And can he do it an entire, not just a series, but multiple series? I don't know. I think the heat need to try to stay hot, but I, that's a very good point. The longer this goes, maybe they get worn out because they just don't have the bench depth that they used to have because of the injuries. What about the coaching matchup here? This is a good one. Coach Spo. It's a really good one. Coach Tibbs. Yeah. Who has the advantage here? I don't know. I, I this is a that's an excellent this is a great coaching matchup. Coach Tibbs has got it done for a long time. He had this team ready to go. And Coach Spo Eric Spolstra, I love. And when you talk about the great coaches in the NBA, I feel like he's a guy that that sort of gets omitted. But this is a guy who's been there for a long time and has found a way. And also, when you talk about this Heat team, like trying to manage these personalities, like these guys are yeah. really fiery. They're always going at, what was it, early in the season? Like Udonis Haslam was threatening to kick Jimmy Butler's ass in the sidelines. And then during during game five against the Bucks, Coach Spo drew up a play for Jimmy Butler. And in the huddle, Jimmy Butler said, the play that ended up tying the game in regulation, and Jimmy Butler said, I don't want to do that play. I want to do something different. Coach Spo said, Okay, I trust you. Grew up a different plane at work. I love Coach Spo, but but Tibbs has been successful everywhere he's gone. I don't know who you give the advantage to here, but that makes it even more difficult to handicap because both of these guys can flat out coach. Right. That's part of being a good coach is reading your players mm -hmm. and knowing when to step aside because in the NBA, it's still about the superstar. So you got to know when a guy is feeling it, you say, hey, you take the ball because we've seen it with mm -hmm. Jimmy Butler. That's absolutely been the right call. And the other storyline worth watching in this Knicks heat matchup, Julius Randle uh, got benched in one of these games. Now he's hurt. His status right now yeah. looks unclear. It's, quote, hopeful. Do you think he yeah. makes a difference here? Because obviously – I'm not going to say they didn't need him in the first round, but it feels like they didn't need him. It was the Jalen Brunson show. Yeah, but is that sustainable? Isn't that the bigger question? Like, Julius Randle is a huge part of this team, and again, provides depth for this team. Now they play without him in the second half against Cleveland, but this would just make me lean more towards the Heat getting four and a half points if they're hopeful that Julius Randle might play. 
Yeah, but I'll say one thing about the Knicks. They get a lot from their bench, and usually we see that from the Heat as well. During the regular season, they have like a, a lot of guys in the rotation. Like It's a heavy road. It's not just five guys. They move them in, move them out. Uh, but what the Knicks get from guys like Josh Hart coming off the bench and the toughness that he brings, even just going for loose balls, I think you we mention the term Heat culture all the time and what the Heat have bring to the table in that regard. I think you look at the Knicks, and it's a team that's blue-collar. It's going to be aggressive. They're going to throw the elbows. They're going to go for every single loose ball. So, all right, let me ask you this. What does heat culture mean to you? Because for me right now, it just looks like Jimmy Butler. Like, I know there's some history tied there, but, like, people are like, yeah, Yeah. heat culture. I'm like, well, Jimmy Butler's doing big things. I don't know if that's heat culture. That's Jimmy Butler culture. What? A, yeah, that's exactly. What is heat culture? Like, what does that mean? Like, I don't know. I want someone to def- define. Do you mean Jimmy Butler playing, playing like playoff Jimmy? Jimmy Butler stepping up. It's not like I watched this game. I was like, who? Heat culture, man. Classic heat culture. This is what the Heat do each and every season. No, it's not. Yeah, this let me Jimmy read Butler it from the up. internet. Yeah, because I it. I googled it. Heat culture is discipline, accountability, work huh. ethic. And enjoying somebody else's success. Like, it seems very vague, right? So you mean this is the same exact culture that we see at every high school, every college, every pro program, everywhere? This is just a set of, hey, let's play hard for one another. Let's go to war with our teammates. We're accountable. for This is not specific to the heat. Like, you see this all, walk into a college locker room, be accountable, play for the man next to you, work hard. Like, this is this is just a set of, of different stipulations or different things you hear all the time. Cliches. Like, very, yeah, cliches, very stereotypical things that you hear all the time in sports. This is just like one cliche after another. Hey, be accountable, Chelsea. Work hard. Step it up. Be good. Be good to one another. Respect others. Okay, that's ev- that's every team ever. This is not specific to the Heat. It's not like this is some sort of list. Like, wow, this is a very detailed <laughs> and very changing. interesting. Li- wow, I had no idea about this Heat culture. Maybe I'll apply it to my own personal life. This this is Jimmy Butler playing out of his mind. That's all it is. Right. It's nothing to do with Heat culture. Although on the other end, what's the next culture? Take your lunch money, push you down, shove you, mm-hmm. you know, until you give up and bleed. Doesn't that feel like what it's like for the Knicks? I'm interested to see how they call the fouls in this series because I think if the Knicks can push around Jimmy Butler, like maybe there's a difference there. Cause I don't think they're quite I don't want to call the Bucks soft, but oh no, the defense was kind of soft in that last series. Uh- I'm reading about Nick's culture right now. It says murder, theft, adultery, petty crime, disrespecting others, lots of turnovers. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> like, like, who has a culture outside of what the Heat have? Every team has the a Grizzlies? culture like that. So, no. You're, the Grizzlies are different. Talk smack. Talk Disrespect trash. Be others, about yourself. Play for yourself. Yes. <laughs> Selfishness matters. That's that's true. The Grizzlies have a different set of standards. There's no question about that. For more, listen to the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BetQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.